Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Well, he's one of the sharpest minds in rugby league and along with Craig Bellamy, has built an empire with the Melbourne Storm that every club can learn from. Frankie Panisi is the general manager of football at the Storm and he's with us now. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Kepi. How are you, mate? Yeah, really good, mate. Just um, what the question I really want to ask is, like, how are you guys? How do you think you guys are travelling this year, the Storm? It's been an interesting year, Kepi. I mean, obviously, we've uh, started really well. We had some big scores there for a while, and then uh, we had a bit of mishap with two weeks on the road up at Queensland where uh, we, you know, our depth was tested. And I, I suppose that was one area we always thought this year was going to be a challenge. We probably... Whilst we think we've got a pretty strong 17 or so players, uh, the depth's not quite as strong as it has been the last few years. And uh, we were tested early and, and tested against two very good teams in Penrith and Cowboys, and we came up short. Yeah, look, that you know, sitting one in the top three teams with you guys, um, both Penrith and the Cowboys. I suppose that's a good thing, Frank, to know that the uh, the recruitment isn't where it should be. What's your plans um, to sort of sort that out? Oh, I don't think we're on our own, Kempi. I think the last two years, uh, the, the game's taken a hit because of there's been uh, very little or no football played underneath the NRL. We're talking about the State Cup competition. And as you know better than, than myself, uh, Kempi, you, you can train these young blokes as much as you like. So, you know, as, as well as losing players that are on the fringe and uh, or, you know, a couple of our players that are lost and the next man comes up. A, a lot of the players just haven't played much football the last two years. I mean, uh, and and that's that's the best way you learn. Yes, you can train and and spend hours in in the gym and hours on the video, but ultimately it's on the playing field where you get better. And and with a lot of those young blokes, as do all a lot of clubs uh, that, that they haven't played the last few years, and we, we just start to see a bit of a a bit of a lull in that development years. And as I said, well, we're no different to any other team. This, this team's um, if you get a few injuries and probably illness with COVID and the influenza has been the biggest. Uh, uh, mm. challenge this year and and when that bites into your squad you, you really feel it more than, than other years Yeah, it's a that's a really good insight Frank, it's um, you're dead right, I suppose a lot of the clubs, especially the ones at the bottom are starting to feel it when they're getting those injuries um, to key players in their side, also with Melbourne next year you're going to be losing a few of your big name players, how's that going to affect the club? Yeah look, I mean it's uh, when you lose players like the Bromwich brothers and, and, and Luis Cafusi not only is losing um, very good players, losing leadership and experience. So uh, 
um, you know, we've put uh, a lot of work in our leadership program and, and our players and our spine, that being Ryan Pappenhaus and Jerome Hughes, uh, Harry Grant, uh, they're going to be our next leaders. And so we're putting a bit of work in them as leaders. Um, you know, uh, Stephen Kearney, as well as being our assistant coach, runs our leadership program and both with the senior leaders and, and the new players coming up. So from a leadership point of view, I, I think we're doing some real good, good things there. In terms of uh, replacing those players, obviously, that's pretty difficult in terms of the experience and who they're replacing. But yeah, we've recruited a couple of players. Uh, Tarek Sindra signed, give us a bit of experience. And we've signed young Joe Chan from the Super League from the Catalans, his father Alex, yeah. uh, you know well, that played with us here and many years ago. He's uh, He's already probably played 30 to 40 Super League games, so he's going to come over. And we've got a couple of other young forwards coming through now, young Trent Lariros having an outstanding year coming off the bench. Uh, and there's a couple of others. So we're going to replace them with some youth, but also, as I said, with Tarek Sims and probably on the lookout for one more experienced forward just to give us that uh, that experience that we need. But other than that, we've got a pretty stable team next year and obviously got a, a pretty good spine. Yeah, and and mate, some good good old names there, Alex, and of course Mox. You might make sure you tell Mox to throw his his, his hat back in the ring for the Kiwis job. I think he should be the Kiwi coach currently, Frankie. So you make sure you let him know that, mate. Just just tell us this. You know, everyone in New Zealand hears hears about the Melbourne Storm and. I uh, always talk about you, Frank, and, and, and the big part that you've played down there in the club and, and keeping it um, ticking over. What's the secret, mate? What's what what are you what's your recipe for success? Oh, good people, Kepi. We've got some been really lucky that uh got some good people in key positions in the club. Um, you know, obviously you know, playing players are important, but got a terrific staff and a staff we've kept together for a number of years. So I think stability in the staff in and the assistant coach has got underneath Craig. He's got some, I mentioned Stephen Kearney, but he's got some people like Mark Brettmore, who's been here basically all his life at the Storm with when his father started here in the in the early days. Ryan Hinchcliffe, of course, he mm-hmm. played here as a life member. He's doing a great job assistant coach. Um, Aaron Bellamy, Craig's son, he's again been here a long time and got a great performance. Team. So I think the people are, are really important and, and also the stability. We're probably the last five or six years, we've had very little change in our and our staff, and that's important when you lose players a lot each year, as all clubs do. So to have that stability off the field is really important. Um, you know, I enjoy my role with Craig. We've been together now 15 years. and You know, I see my role as trying to take as much pressure off Craig uh, as possible. He focuses purely on the upcoming game, and and, uh, and I worry about everything else. So take that pressure off him. I think there's the role of a head coach these days is getting bigger and bigger. So, um, you know, but ultimately their job is to win games on the weekend. So, if I can let him allow him to spend more time on the weekend, uh, and I'll worry about everything else. That, that in a nutshell, is probably how we operate, Kevin. Yeah, and and too right, mate. That relationship between you and Ballyacre is mate one of the one of the best I've seen in the competition for a number of years, Frankie. Hey, he signed on again, Ballyacre. Um, so, and I'm not too sure if I've worked out whether he's going to coach for one year and then step into an executive role as a as a coaching director or, or into some sort of support role with you. What's the future structure look like for you both? Yeah, look, with, with Craig, I just, I think, you know, the arrangement that's been arranged with him and the club just speaks volume of how the club values him and, but more importantly, he's earned that as well. So it's a, at, at last year, he signed a five-year deal where it's a year-to-year rolling in terms of being the head coach, but he's... Um, Whenever he's had enough of being head coach, he'll go into what's called a coaching director 
role. So, And that's a role still to be worked out. I mean, when he decides to go into that role, we'll probably look at the nitty-gritty of how that role will work and how he'll, he and I will work in that as well. But, look, he, he's just uh, going to take a year at a time. And um, and the way he's coaching at the moment, I, I, I can really see him going again in 12 months' time. But there's a long time between now and another 12 months. But he, he's coaching his best of the, I've ever seen. He's enjoying it. I think he's enjoying the challenge of the turnover of players every year. I mean, you know, he went through the uh, big three leaving. I think there was a lot of mm. commentary in the, in the game of how we were going to handle that. And, you know, we've, he's, he's done really well with that. And now, obviously, as you said before, Kempe, we're going to lose some key forwards next year. And, you know, Brandon Smith's another one we're going to lose. So that's another challenge. But he, he, he seems to thrive on those challenges. So, uh, as I said, it wouldn't be surprised surprise me at all if he decides in 12 months that, you know what, I'll go another year in 24. But we've got him for 2023, so uh, we'll enjoy every, every moment. And when that day comes that he says, I've had enough of being head coach, we'll, we'll sit down and work out the next role for him. Yeah, look, you talk about losing the big three immortals in the own right, Cam Smith, Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk. What about the replacements, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Akiwi and, and, and Munster? <laughs> Talk about development. Talk about your club and and how right you've got it, mate. Can you just just let us know because Jerome, for me, is a really interesting signing for you guys and the amount of I guess support and and faith you've shown in signing Jerome long term. What has the Kiwi game done for Melbourne? Um, not only in the past, but what does it do for your your club moving forward? Oh, it's been an enormous part of this club, Kempi. I mean, from day one, as you said. I mean, you know we're Kawira Nickow and Stephen Kearney was spoken about, and you know, Richard Swain. There's all this club's always had a very strong association with with the New Zealand game, and you know, um, you know, we've got the Bromwich brothers and Brandon Smith and, and, and Jerome Hughes. So it, it's it's you know, and as you know, in Melbourne there, there is a strong uh, New Zealand expatriates here living in New Zealand, and, um, and and it's just something that we've you know really enjoyed, and, and I can see going forward as well. You know, with um, Getting more Kiwis coming in, so but you know talking about Jerome Hughes, he's he's been a, been a phenomenal uh, player for us over the last few. The way he's developed into a halfback, and, and he came to us as a fullback. We could play a little bit of five eight, but he was predominantly a fullback. But um, you know he's changed the way you know halfbacks are played. It's completely different to how Cooper Conk played as a halfback. We know how he was. Um, you know he's, he's a genuine old fashioned running halfback, but he does a lot of things that uh, you know people don't see. You know we didn't. We, we didn't have him for two games there against Penrith and uh, mm. the Cowboys. And his defence is something that just doesn't get spoken about. And, uh, you know, we really missed him and that, plus his organisational skills. And, and I, I mentioned earlier in this call uh, that the area that he's really improved in, and, uh, Stephen Kern, he's got to take a big pat in the back for this, is his leadership. And, you know, when, when Jess Bromwich goes off the field, you know, Jerome becomes our captain. And, um, you know, I, I can see him captain the, the Kiwis sooner rather than later. He's got very strong leadership. He's highly regarded by his peers and, and, and the coaches. And, um, you know, there's, there's no reason why I couldn't captain our club, whether it's next year or, you know, after that. That's good, um, mate. That's great news to think that you'll be following in the footsteps of Cam Smith and, and even Mark Graham and, and having someone like Mooks um, leading that leadership program is so good to hear. My, my final question before I let you go, Frank, you know, and we're going through a torrid time here in New Zealand with the Warriors. You know, we, we actually yesterday morning didn't talk about them on the radio because giving them all the airtime for the wrong reasons. Would you and Ballyate consider coming over here and running football for the Warriors? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've been 
I think I can speak for Greg's behalf, and I'm the same. This this will be, you know, how long we stay in the game, I'm not too sure, but this will be our, our last hooray. Uh, but if you ever decide, if you know, probably going back years now, be one club you'd like to, you know, as I said, we've got a real affiliation with, with New Zealand. I just think it'd be a fantastic, uh, it's got the potential to be, you know, a, a big club. But I've really felt from the last years, I mean, we went through the relocation ourselves. Um, it, it was tough, so and they've done it a lot worse than we have. They basically since early 2020 have been on the road. So I, I think it'll be a fantastic when they get playing again um, in New Zealand. But more importantly, I think it's fantastic when they get back based in in Auckland and and what they had beforehand. And I think it's the potential is enormous. And I hope you know that the NRL uh, look after them with uh, not just their home games next year, but get some more content in New Zealand next year. I just think the game needs it. I think you know we've had a real two years of, or three years now really of, of no rugby league in New Zealand so we need to get as much rugby league back in the country. I know they've got a test match coming up soon but you know I think uh, I think everyone in the game is very supportive of more rugby league over the next few years in, in, in New Zealand. Here, here. We all hear you down here Frankie and uh, look if I ever get to run the, the game over here if it's for the Southern Bears or even get called back into the Warriors you'd be the first bloke I'd call and say come back and give us a hand brother because you know what you're doing thanks a lot for joining us this morning Frank say hi to all the boys over there the Bromwich boys Jerome uh, Brandon Mooks uh, all the Kiwi boys that are enjoying your club and uh, go well mate you guys are going really well I've, I've still got you guys as a favourite this year never never fail Melbourne always there at the end Good camping and we're looking actually we're going to be coming over to New Zealand. Um, it's the first time we're over there since 2019, and I think uh, I think it's July or mid-July we're coming over, and uh, looking forward to it because uh, you know we always enjoy playing over in over in NZ, and um, we've got a good following there, and just uh, a lot of our players enjoy going because they've got that many family so uh, and friends. So it's yeah, that's one thing, one game on our calendar we're very much looking forward to. Thanks a lot, Frankie. Take care. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.